0: That, you know, some were born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. And you absolutely got nothing to do with that. So, a <laughs> hey, two brute. Hey,
1: everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap Up and this week's. What are the odds? Your Major League Rugby Sports Betting Show, starring WWE legend and Fox Business Analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and our gift of rugby, Gift Ebelu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, host of The Grow Rugby Show and director of the HBCU Rugby Classic. Guys, what a wild, crazy weekend of, of Major League Rugby. And just let's get right to it. Gift, you were the man this week. Four, one, and one. How do you
2: do it? It's what happens when I told you guys, I'm coming back all June. We're getting ready to go into the playoffs. That wooden spoon is going to burn.
1: You're <laughs> just walking the walk.
2: You, just, you talk the talk, and now you walk the walk, Gift. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, albeit it, it would help more if it wasn't all of us who had – made basically the same picks. But, I mean, you know, you you take them (laughs) – take it as you can. Take it as you can.
1: (laughs) Now, the rest of us were three, two, and one. But with the break, the uh, tiebreaker on the wooden spoon tiebreaker, John loses. So, John gets the wooden spoon this week. Congratulations, John. You want to say a few words?
3: Yeah, I want to give you the wooden plunger is what I want to give you. (laughs) That's what I think both of you as a commentator and you as host of this show. If you were better, you'd suck. Godfather, should I call Human Resources about this? Is this
0: <laughs> Matt? You know, some were born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. And you absolutely got nothing to do with that. So. I don't- <laughs> <laughs> A2, Brute.
1: Okay. All right. Let's get to some rugby with this discard-faced godfather there. I like that uh, little backdrop you got there, godfather. But let's quit get right to the nitty gritty
3: Would you stop? <laughs> he doesn't like you. Gift doesn't like you. I don't like you. It doesn't matter what you say. Would you quit? Just do the show.
1: I don't know that I can continue under these circumstances. <laughs> I hope
3: you can't.
1: <laughs> All right, so, Nola. Stop. Went into D.C., John's fifth hometown, and they won. It was minus three gift. You predicted that this was going to end the drought, end the drought. They didn't make it easy, but they did cover the spread. That's all we care about. 25-21, NALA beating the nation's
2: capital, D.C., all glory. They tied it last time. And look, the last two years, New Orleans has come, started off super hot, and fizzled out at the end. Nate Osborne, he's petty. All right. He's petty. And it was he said, I'm gonna get my playoffs this time. We're not doing it anymore. And lo and behold, you might be on the road. Don't let those other two games fool you. Those are just warm-ups. Now New Orleans road team is on and popping. And the continuing trend of that shall keep going. Hallelujah, preach it. Amen to that, John. How do you follow that up? Because I'm bring out the mining
3: calendar. And what I realized in the middle of this Mayan calendar is you, you were forecast as the apocalypse. We've had cicadas, we've had a pandemic and we have you and it was all forecast on the Mayan calendar. That's how I respond to that.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I am honored. Thank you, John. Thank you. Uh, Godfather he's plunging into depths we haven't seen before.
0: Uh, Keep that plunger away from me. That's all I'm saying. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy Nola won. They, they covered. They made us some money. I don't like politicians anyway. Okay. Let that one sink in a little bit. Serrana. <laughs> Went into John's
1: other hometown, Austin, Texas. It was Austin minus five. Godfather, you talked me into this one. And Austin won 47-21. Toronto did not show up in the match.
0: Even a wise squirrel steps on his own nuts uh, sometimes, and that's exactly what I did (laughs) with with Austin here. I mean, they're just a better defensive team. (laughs) (laughs) Better team overall. I don't know what the hell I was smoking. Maybe I was hanging out with Gibbs Cat. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, man.
1: Jeff, you predicted this one correct, uh, correctly, uh, how did you do it? Again, because you're four and one and one, you're
2: walking the walk. Austin finally decided no longer to be gentrified LA for at least one more day. They went so far to actually decide to go past 20 points. That, I mean, that tells you a lot. Like, they were feeling the heat and they actually decided to show that they had an other, they had a, a prop run for like 50 meters to get a try. This is how serious it is and how much nobody likes Canada.
1: John, he brought up props and he he brought up, you brought up putting a wall around Austin and Texas, actually, to keep people from Oklahoma out. And Chance Wengluski, one of the best young props in the United States who plays for Atlanta, we'll talk about him later, is from Oklahoma. And he's heard me tell he, – he's heard this show. He's heard you say that.
3: Yeah, well, that's why we need a wall. We need to keep all the foreign invaders out back in Ogie Land. That's what we need, okay? They can stay up there with their bingo parlors and their meth labs and just stay up there and stay out oh of promised land, which okay. is the great state of Texas, okay? Okay. I've learned a couple things today, Okay. I learned that a wise squirrel can step on his own nuts sometimes, and that nobody likes Canada, according to Gift. So I've learned something today. And yeah, i are going to build a damn wall, and Oklahoma's going to pay for it.
1: All right. Well, he didn't. He didn't say anything, so I was just making it up anyway. And to San Diego, the
2: starting beef
1: at Utah, San Diego minus three, the Mountain Men, Gift. They were down by a lot that they had allowed two tries with a man in the bin. It was all over. The, the stadium was dead as a doornail. And then that thing that blocks whatever it blocks worked in their behalf. They stormed back and stole the win and broke San Diego's hearts.
2: San Diego has an opportunity to finally finish dominating out, erase the beginning of the year out of their memories, and actually continue on forward. And of course, Of course, like passive L.A. would be expected, they're going to flub it up at the end and let the people from on high come down and take over. San Diego's in trouble. Look, they had to win this game.
3: And the fact that they didn't, it shows that the the resurgence that they're having uh, came to a stop.
1: Well, Godfather, they did get those two important bonus points in the loss.
0: I mean, they should have won. They've been playing some great rugby. Over a recent play, they've won three straight games. Uh, the point differential was right around 65, so they were blowing teams out. But, again, the altitude, we saw what it did in this matchup late in the game. You saw Utah come back, and that's a huge advantage. Anytime any team has to go up to Utah and play that team, that's going to be very difficult. Late in the game, we see it almost every week how teams fade late and Utah pulls out to these victories. Yeah, four matches
1: remaining. They're 10 points behind Utah, but each of these teams plays games that could – change everything so you know they're still alive by a long shot the next one up was atlanta going to new york and atlanta was the visiting team minus three on top of the table and it was a, a great match 31
2: 24 atlanta did not cover gift what happened when you play a good rivalry game you know you take on new orleans you, you get cheap wins and you're gonna get punished for it as a result of it and atlanta Finally ended their trend. They did it to LA, and now they got it done to them. I got to give it to New York. New York is a king killer, at least for a moment. And Atlanta, it was overdue.
1: John, the field was littered with guys, and and Nate Breakley was the man of the match. And he said, "Yeah, I'm a, you know I'm one of the few ones left standing after all the attrition on the field. It was, it was a heavyweight battle. These guys were banging away, banging away, banging away. The outcome wasn't secure until the ball was kicked at the touch at the at the at death." And it was basically what could be a foreshadowing of, of at least the semifinal.
3: Yeah, it was a terrific rugby game. And, and New York is a king killer, like Giff, Giff said. L.A. goes in there, they lose. Atlanta is leading the East. They go in there and lose. And I said last week at 7-3, and three, somehow New York is underrated here, which is remarkable considering the record. Now at 8-3, and three, people are starting to realize that this is a really good, well-structured good rugby team. You know, Steve Lewis has a great influence there and they are a well-coached team and a very physical team. We found out last weekend.
1: And the announcer, well, the broadcast team was exceptional for this one. Probably the best, you know, in ages. Godfather,
0: <laughs> can you bail me out on this one? I mean, New York's got such a great home field advantage, real tough place to play. And Atlanta had played a war the previous week, a bloody battle against uh, NOLA. They barely won that game. Eight, seven it took a lot of, you know, uh, emotion. Uh, just to win that game, and uh, they came out a little flat, and you know New York did what they had to do, and uh, maybe they had one too many pretzels up there. You know? Maybe
1: maybe one or two, and and it was at St. John's University, which was very cool. Seattle went into New England, and they kind of threw a curveball at all of us because they were leading the game once again the entire match before blowing it, and in brutal fashion they blew this one, and New England escapes at home with a full house, pretty much 25-21. So. We were given four. We all tie. So dancing with your sister gift, whom I haven't met.
2: And and I haven't either. <laughs> In new New England has constantly been disappointed. They disappointed last week with their barely win over DC. And even bigger, I don't understand how this team is ahead of New Orleans right now. It is disrespectful. Seattle is not on an upward trajectory. They're just just nobody, they have nothing to play for. So you may as well ruin everybody else's time. I can't, I kinda agree with Gift. They're underwhelming. I
0: mean, look at the circumstances around this game you had travel for seattle you had uh, uh new england the better team better point differential and they were losing the game and they were lucky to come back and we were lucky to push o- on this wager but they should have blew this team out like Giff said this is a team that uh i'm, I'm not high on I'm, I'm selling on this team 25 21 i mean it would have been better to dance with your sister uh, matt <laughs> if we won this wager but i'll take the push and kiss my sister here
3: and you know, push is better than a loss any day of the week. Ferdinand Magellan, there, Mister Gift, saying they traveled a thousand miles. That wouldn't get them to St. Louis.
1: I got to defend Gift here, John, because two things that we've learned during the course of the show this season is it's feelings over facts, and guys are well rested on long flights.
2: That's how bad this is against New England. Seattle didn't even make it all the way there, and they still barely <laughs> beat. <them. laughs> That's a great comeback.
1: The next one up, Houston at L.A. Houston did score a try in this one, losing 52-5. to
0: five. Yeah, I mean, the greater the obstacle, the more glory in overcoming it. But Houston just blows. I mean, this team is just getting crushed every week. I will never bet on this team again. They are so bad. One of the worst point differentials, worst record. I just just, just fade this team every week, and you're going to make a fortune. That's about it.
1: John, any thoughts on this one? L.A. running them out of the building at the Coliseum?
3: Yeah, Houston doesn't score a couple of games, a couple of games in a row. Their second, and third game, and then they come back and score a ton of points. I don't know where how that happened. That was some type of cosmic disturbance that was going on. I better check my mind calendar. But Philly Godfather's right. They're just not good. And they they got five points against LA. Maybe that's a moral victory. If it is, <laughs> that's even worse.
0: They might be one of the worst teams in history. You got you got what the seventy two Phillies, seventy two Oilers. Ninety-two Sixers, their record was nine and seventy-three. Two thousand eight Detroit Lions, zero and sixteen. And then you got this Houston SaberCats team; they're just so bad.
2: Gift any positives coming out of Houston for you? They, they have a really good developmental squad and some great guys that are there. Hopefully, they uh, in this next roundabout you know they, they they treat paul not less like coach ogeron at usc and treat him more like coach ogeron at lsu this time and i
3: will say this grant cole is a good man who helps with that developmental program there and they do have very good people that are running that hopefully it did take you know, <laughs> they'll get him up
1: on the main roster soon all right here's hoping that houston straightens things out uh, some kind words from john and gift after godfather's basically said they blow
0: it costs us money every week
1: i mean this team's killing and on that note we're going to take a quick break and come back with picks that don't suck so you can make some money after this if you're in new york city and want to watch some great rugby have some great food and some great times go to the world's best rugby pub the pig and whistle on west 36th street been blind since i was four and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer's Paps Blue Ribbon. It has a taste on the flavor.
3: What do you think's on the label?
1: I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire.
3: Oh, that's good beer.
1: gentlemen we uh we we need to really step it up now we're in the home stretch we got to make some people some money and to do that we have to pick some good ones gift you hear what i'm saying you're four and one and one this week you got to keep it going and we'll start with you utah the mountain men the mountain people going
2: into the big apple and it's new york minus three gift utah has been on fire they have been taking the air from the top of that mountain and just suffocating teams along this way, surprising us going forward. I look at New York being able to defend a home, even if they're going back to Jersey city. Godfather. Can they, can they hold fort New York?
0: I mean, both teams have been playing some great rugby. Uh, Both teams have three game winning streaks. Took a lot of energy last week for Utah to come back against that San Diego team, man. But New York is banged up on the road travel. This one's tough. This one's a coin flip. And, uh, anytime it's a coin flip, give me the dog plus three. Give me the road dog plus three or give me Utah plus three.
1: Uh, John, Utah played a very physical match against San Diego. San Diego's second string scrum half, Ethan McVee, came in and got knocked out. But they have that long trip. And although Gift says, you know, there's a lot of rest on those flights, you have a different viewpoint of that i would imagine
3: yeah i think the travel is going to affect them Uh, i also think both teams played emotional games last week i think maybe new york more so because they're playing the 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 beast of the east the time number one team in in the east they hold home court advantage in a very physical game it's tough to play two physical emotional games in a row but utah did it as well so i think with the travel i'm with i'm with the godfather here it's a coin flip but i'm going to go with uh, Stephen Lewis and Rugby United on this one. I think they uh, hold serve on this, and they end up chopping them up. I know where you're going to go because you're a sycophant, and you're up Steve Lewis's hindquarters, and you're going to pick New York, aren't you?
1: A, that's hurtful, and uh, I'm sorry that you feel that way about me, but I just try to follow the money, as Godfather has taught me great godfather, has taught me how to follow the money and follow the winners. And New York is 8-3 and on the season, John. I don't think there's many people out there that would have a hard time or call out a conspiracy or say these nasty things if they just saw that it was 8-3 and and it's it's a money team.
3: Lewis is your drinking buddy. And the only reason he is is because you buy the drinks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He is Scottish. And they have the shortest arms on the planet. I think the key to this one is going to be whether Cara Pryor is healthy, but Kyle Sumption had a great match. I like New York. I'm going with New York in this one. You could stick it up.
3: Oh, that's a surprise! You like New York?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Every week, every week.
1: I can't, I can't deny or confirm. I just know that I follow the money each week, and it's, just, it's, it's all a blur.
3: You follow the money because you're right by the wallet that is on Steve Lewis's pants. Because you're up his hindquarters. That's where the money is. It's by your feet because everything else is stuck up his hindquarters. <laughs>
1: okay all right segueing to nola at toronto in atlanta ontario nola minus three gift is this the one where your guys just blow it
2: atlanta is sediti new orleans like the only reason new orleans has ever lost in atlanta is just because you're basically playing yourself all right this isn't playing yourself there's no power of life university coming in advantage for toronto toronto no again nobody likes canada all right. Toronto got worked last week. They're going to get worked again this week. Maybe just slightly closer version of getting worked, but this is basically a home game. All right. We're not dealing. And on top of that, Atlanta's going to be there to be able to watch it. So New Orleans is trying to dare them look, we're going to come for you in the playoffs. Toronto's not doing anything here. New Orleans all day, man. New Orleans all day. Does anybody like Canada? I like Canada. Do you like Canada? I like
0: Canadian bacon. There's nothing wrong with that. A couple beers once in a while. Uh, Montreal was nice back in the day. It was 80 U.S., 120 Canadian. That was a blast. Uh, this game's tough, man. I mean, Toronto's lost four of the last five. Uh, Noah's won three of the last four. Nola has the better overall record, even though Toronto has the better point differential. I just think Toronto, these are two teams headed in polar opposite directions. It's a road game, but not really. Give me Nola minus the three.
1: John, what do you think about Nola Nala? versus Toronto, Toronto.
3: Nala. It's Nala. Battling the team up north. Now I will feel a godfather on the money exchange rate in Montreal. Also some really, really beautiful women in Montreal. Great cowboy bar in Calgary, by the way. It's on Penny Lane. The one two three Penny Lane used to be. What does Calgary have to do with Montreal? It's it's Toronto. I mean it's 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 all about Canada. they speak Canadian up there? They do. They do, yeah. You got to get a Rosetta Stone and a Visa to go up there, and you have a Canadian Rosetta Stone, and you can talk to Canadians, eh? Then you drink a Molson's, and next thing you know, you're snuggling with a moose. Curly. That's what you do up there. Canada's a wonderful place, but so is Nala. And Nala has the gold mine. I'm going with Nala all the freaking way
2: we've got houston going into atlanta atlanta minus six gift houston's flying atlanta come on really do we do we really got to do this like i mean look houston Hey, you know sometimes you got to look forward to the draft get ready for the offseason. i really am excited to see you know what what the future holds for houston i mean atlanta's gonna win in this one and take all the points but you know they can, can use schematics and, you know, utilize old players and, and stuff. Yay, Houston, but Atlanta.
1: All right. Speaking of schematics, I did get to meet Scott Lawrence, the head coach and director of rugby for Atlanta and a bunch of those guys. Great team, great guys. And the schematics, I I can't argue with it. Can you Godfather?
0: (sighs) Out of the mountain of despair, there's usually a stone of hope somewhere, but I think they legalized marijuana in Houston and, these guys must be smoking, getting stoned like crazy. I don't know what's going on down there. They just can't win a game. I can't, I can't take that. Give, give me Atlanta here. Give me Atlanta's minus, the, what is it, six. I think they killed Houston. John, Texas. Texas.
3: Texas, baby. Come on, John. Houston. Come on, John. That's not Texas.
1: Yeehaw!
3: <laughs> Yeehaw! I'm taking Atlanta, Yes
1: despicable texan is what you are you're a despicable texan
3: Atlanta has a very physical game last week you could be for a due for a, a letdown this week but they're playing houston they're playing at home houston got killed uh last week in, in la now they're gonna get killed on the other coast moving right along los angeles goes to san diego gift call
1: san diego Siddity. Los Angeles in case you're get confused out there
2: passive Los Angeles now they've they've been downgraded to passive they, they have not been bougie enough to earn that title anymore is it downgraded or upgraded is it less insulting or more insulting it it, it it is it is a down at least bougie you can have an attitude but whenever you go passive you're just LA is passive by itself you just drop the standard even more all right
1: <laughs> I, I have no idea what any of that means but gift in on this show we're picking
2: spreads. And L.A. is giving eight points to San Diego. San Diego, you're at home. You have a chance to be nice near the coast. Take that beautiful air. Bring it all around. Take the energy out. Utilize it to your favor so that Los Angeles can completely continue their run of dominating through. Because it's still unfair. This is still an L.A. team going against a lesser version of the another L.A. team. Like, I take the eight, but it's going to still be an L.A. favor. I'm taking the, 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 the advantage over on this one because San Diego still has not fully understood what it means <laughs> to select violence consistently. What do you think, John? You got L.A.
3: with a huge Australian presence. And I've got my didgeridoo out. <laughs> an ancient musical instrument from... <laughs> The sacred mountain of Uluru. And that tells me right there, that give the points and go with Gift and his Kizat, Smizoki.
1: The ancient mountain of Uluru, Godfather. Uh, what would Tony Montana
0: do here? It's just too much to overcome. I mean, plus, 11-point differential, 92 record. San Diego's playing some good rugby. They had one three in a row. And then they hit a wall when they played Utah. Uh, not much travel in this game. LA is just too big, too strong, too fast. Uh, give me LA minus the eight. All right. I'm going to i gonna I'm gonna shake
1: the tree a little bit, rock the earth. I'm going to take San Diego with those eight points. I think they're going to rebound and play well enough to be within that eight points. They have to. They're, they are absolutely desperate. And maybe LA rests a guy or two. You never know. I'm going with San Diego. Give John a shot to catch up to me a little bit as I'm distancing myself and crushing him on the season. Austin. <laughs> Speaking of John, going into Seattle and Austin only minus four. Curiously enough.
3: Austin needs a win. They're going into uh, the black hole, as Gift says, but I don't think it matters.
2: Uh, They are going to roll over Seattle.
1: All right. Gift, what do you think about Starfire Sunfire Black Hole Stadium?
2: Seattle is going to be able to take this opportunity to prevent Austin from putting 40 points on them. I even believe they're going to stop them from putting 30 points on them. I'll even go so far to stop them from putting 20. So basically, they're just going to make Austin back to what they typically are and still lose. Seattle continues to follow their losing ways, continue to be that sunken, fallen star of a location, and Austin will shine over there. Sunken,
1: fallen star, fire field is where they play Godfather, in case you
0: were wondering. Too much defense for Austin. Seattle's got second-worst record. Second worst uh, point differential. Austin likes to beat up on bad teams. They're really their only bad loss on the year, I think, came against Utah. Uh, but other than that, they played LA tough in a low scoring game. They, I think they held LA to 17 points. Seattle might not even score here. Give me Austin here.
1: I think Seattle's going to make this uncomfortable for Austin, but Austin's going to win by four.
3: Pick Seattle. Well, if, you're, if you're so smart and you're so contrarian, pick <laughs> Seattle. Go ahead. Do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tough Ruth, I'm, go not ahead. Gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Go ahead.
1: This is cyberbullying, and I I am
0: not going to. So- you want to be big time? you got to bet big time. That's right. <laughs>
1: I, I'm staying with my pick. I'm not, I'm going with the money, guy. I'm going with the money. It's going to be Austin covering the spread gift. That means they're going to minus four, win by more than four. That's what giving for means 17 weeks into the show final thoughts
2: 30 seconds each gift anything that you want to say the rise comes back again not atlanta's rise but new orleans rise and mine john he's risen you fell again to the wooden spoon what do you have to say I
3: mean, the wooden spoon had the same record as you and because of we, three, we discussed two, this one, earlier four, john ain't no nothing like that okay I will say this. God bless Texas. They're going up to Seattle. And what they're going to do is they're going to use this baseball bat from the Louisville Slugger Museum and go, bam, on a can. And they're going to open up that can a whoop ass is what they're going to do. They may bring a whole six-pack a whoop ass. They may bring a case a whoop ass. But they're going up to the black hole, and they're going to run Texas run.
0: Godfather, final thoughts? There's a lot of top-heavy, tilted games this week. I mean, LA's favored by 11. Atlanta's favored by 6. We could see some blowouts, but this New York-Utah game really intrigues me. Both teams on three-game winning streaks. Uh, we're going to find out who's the real deal here. What, is it New York or is it the Mountain Men of Utah? Yeah, we'll
1: see what the, how the Mormons do with the distractions of Times Square. <laughs> On that note, we're out of time. I want to thank my esteemed colleagues, the WWE Hall of Famer, John Bradshaw, Layfield, plunging to new depths, the best goddamn sports gambler ever, the Philly godfather, Tony Montana, lookalike, and the gift of rugby and to mankind, Mr. Gift Ebelu. On behalf of these gentlemen, I'm Matt McCarthy. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you tune in next week and check out our other segments in the meantime, including our Major League Rugby show our global rugby recap martial law the zach attack and please sign up for our american red cross rugby wrap-up blood donor team